live on SEN Track. Welcome to Breakfast with the Kiwis. Kickstart your day of racing. Have breakfast with the Kiwis. Head to loveracing.nz. Welcome into Breakfast with the Kiwis for another edition and uh, looking forward to racing out of for both Tarapa and Otaki tomorrow. The Talmanui Racing Club holds centre stage for their once a year event at Tarapa and the Levin Racing Club stage their time-honoured rider stakes meeting at the Otaki Racecourse. But firstly, we're going to focus on Tarapa, the Talmanui meeting. We're going to catch up with Mark Walker, who yesterday posted an achievement that, in my opinion, will be around for a long, long time as a number of wins in a season. Mark, firstly, congratulations. That must have been extremely satisfying to get through that 200 mark. Yeah, Butch, thanks. It, uh, yeah, it was, you know, a combination of a whole year's work and the whole team's uh, very proud of what we've been able to achieve. I suppose it only really became a target and, and a realistic option in the last six weeks or so. It was sort of a long way away. And then uh, as you won a couple of jumping races and some horses were winning on the synthetic, it, it became more... And I, and I reckon it would have been a great motivation for the staff getting up on these bloody cold Waikato mornings. Oh, definitely. And it's been quite exciting for everyone, sort of counting one by one off, probably from... Yeah, probably about 1st of May, I think, which probably... It looked hard to do but we sort of thought uh well it keeps everyone focused and just and it added a bit of fun to the the end of the season really oh sure did and and look i i think um it'd be fair to say without those synthetic tracks it just wouldn't have been achievable because those horses that you've had racing wouldn't have been racing on some of the heavy winter tracks we've had oh definitely 100 percent. and probably having trained in singapore uh, on the synthetic up there, it gives you a bit of insight into what horses you think will suit it as well. And uh, some horses that probably, as you say, which they definitely wouldn't want on heavy tracks, but they, they can handle the synthetic and just gives those horses more of an option to race a bit longer throughout the season. Also give owners some prize money. And also some horses are better off in the stable and better off ticking over and racing than, than spelling, aren't they? Yeah, exactly. Some, especially some fillies. Uh, fillies tend to do really well in the stable than in the spelling paddock sort of thing. So, no, it's. Uh, I, I think everyone's coming to grip, grips with it now, and I think the even the track managers are preparing them so much better than maybe they were in the spring. But that comes with the experience and having had rate, more race meetings on them too, Butch. Absolutely. Right, let's have a look at some of the highlights. I would have thought uh, Imperatrice, she must uh, be up there as a highlight for the season gone. She won the three group ones and one of them in Australia, and that's always a benchmark. Yeah, she's just a high-class racehorse, and she just got better as the season went on. We had a bit of a hiccup uh, in the spring when she ran on that real heavy track at Hawke's Bay that day, and uh, that sort of tapered off then, but we got her back line in the autumn and and we try, probably trained her a bit differently, do a lot of her training on the treadmill actually Butch so, and it seemed to work and she she was just absolutely flying in the autumn mm, That uh, 
was it seventh win in the Karakamillion uh, two-year-old race in a row with Tokyo Tycoon. I know it was a, a highlight for me, a special moment in my uh, involvement in racing, but that must have been great for the team to uh, be able to win another Karakamillion. I definitely... For, I just felt sort of relieved more than anything, Butch, that I didn't break the sequence. So um, <laughs> I suppose Sam... But, Sam will be real nervous this year, I'd say, around Crackamine's time, whereas I'll be a, probably a little bit more relaxed than I was last year. And talking about Sam, uh, that's something to really look forward to into the new season, taking in a training partner. Of course, you had the benefit of being a partner with um, uh, with different people, and, and I suspect Stephen Autridge, um, you would have partnered with him at some stage, I imagine. And, and to be able to uh, learn for Sam to be able to learn uh, the trade from you. It must be great to be able to uh, teach a, a, such a, an intelligent and, uh, and um, competitive and, and enthusiastic young guy. Oh, definitely. No, it's, uh, we've, we've gelled really well together this season. And no, looking forward to next season. And I actually think we've got a better crop of rising two and three-year-olds than we actually had last year. So everyone's got a bit of bit of a spring in this step heading towards Tuesday's trials at Tirapa. Yeah, plenty to trial. There's 70 odd, I think. Uh, but the Aussie stable, that's going to become a reality in the not-too-distant future. I imagine it's uh, a big job working out just which horses are going to be best placed in that stable early on. Yeah, it's, uh, it's a new challenge for everyone. and uh, But pretty exciting for all the owners too, Butch, to tap into that Australian prize money and Obviously, with Phillies and Mares, if you can get that Aussie black type and their pedigrees, geez, they're worth some money, aren't they? Yeah, they sure are. And um, look, it's, you know, you've, you're well versed at taking horses to Rickerton. The cold, hard reality is I, I suspect they'd be at your Cranbourne base uh, quicker than they would be to a Rickerton base. So so the logistics of it won't be too, too tough. No, exactly. And the beauty of choosing Cranbourne obviously Melbourne we train left-handed at Matamata and I think it'd be an easier adjustment for them as well and uh, I just think it suits a lot of fillies and mares in Melbourne too the programs that uh, but certainly New South Wales will travel up there when horses races suit and horses suit also so it won't be just uh We'll have a base in Melbourne, but we won't be afraid to travel throughout Australia for the right opportunities to to get prize money and enhance the Phillies and Mayors value and stadiums value going forward. Yeah, for sure. Right, right let's have a look at them at Tarapa. Aotea Lad, uh, he must be a special uh, horse to uh, Jessica Allen. She rode her first uh, winner on him. I, I see you freshened him up and brought him back in trip. Yeah, yeah, so... And uh, I think your track will be pretty good, Butch. Um, so, no, he should be a decent chance. Back to Master. Uh, he must have been pleasing that uh, he got through the, the last run. I thought it was a really good run here uh, behind uh, Raucous last time. And I see you taking uh, a claim with Kylan Wiles, taking three kilos. Yeah, yeah. So I think he's improved fitness-wise with that last run. So uh, quite a tidy field, though, uh, but, yeah, he's definitely in the mix, I would think. 
Got a couple of runners in race seven, New Zealand Farmers Livestock, Dance Arena, who's a model of consistency, second, third, second, this prep, and Kai just seems to struggle at the 14, back to 12, I thought might be the trick with her. Yeah, exactly. So uh, Dance Arena sort of deserves the win. She's been so consistent. And uh, Kai, yeah, back to the back to 1,200, blinkers back on. She'll be some sort of chance with that four-kilo claim as well. Mm, and in the last, uh, Hero Worship uh, for Warren Kennedy and uh, Melbourne Bay for uh, Joe Doyle, international riders. Great to have them back with us. Oh, definitely, and the more the merrier, really. Uh, so Hero Worship in that 65 grade, he's always very, very competitive. And Melbourne Bay just lost his way a little bit, but I think you're, you know, the way the weather is this week, if the track's racing uh, all right, he, he's some sort of chance. Yeah, we had a bit of rain during the week. But it's a beautiful day over here today. A beautiful day forecast for uh, Saturday. I think the track will race on the better side of heavy. And if we can get away without rain on the day, it uh, will definitely make a difference. Now, earlier in the week, Saturday was going to be uh, have you on tender hooks and you were going to need one of these to get a prize. You'll be able to go to the races on Saturday in a, in a much more relaxed frame of mind, I suspect. Actually, uh, taking Merker and Skylar to Raglan for the weekend, so uh, I won't be there, Butch. I'll let you control things. <laughs> and well-deserved as well. You'll be able to watch those All Blacks. be a late night for you, but uh, Skylar into the All Blacks yet? Uh, not, not quite yet, but she sort of hears me yelling at the TV sometimes, so that normally alerts her to something going on. <laughs> Good on you, mate. What's the best of them? Which one... Um can we uh, have a little bet on the reckon tomorrow? Oh, it'd be a toss-up between probably Dance Arena and Hero Worship, I would have thought. Mark Walker there, looking back on the achievement during the week of uh, quite a, a remarkable 202. Uh, he's on winners for the season, Tiakao Racing, and uh, looking at uh, runners uh, at Tarapa, where he uh, thought that Hero Worship and Dance Arena were going to be hard enough to beat. Let's take a break here on Breakfast with the Kiwis. We'll come back and we'll get Bevan Sweeney's view on uh, a pretty reasonable card out of Otaki. You're listening to Breakfast with the Kiwis. Loveracing.nz. Your home of New Zealand thoroughbred racing news, previews, reviews, profiles and more. Welcome back into Breakfast with the Kiwis. Joined now by uh, Trackside Form analyst uh, Bevan Sweeney meeting out of Otaki for the Levin Racing Club and always uh, a late season sort of uh, highlight for the two-year-olds. The rider stuck to Bevan. Yeah, the rider stakes on Saturday. Very good uh, morning to you, Butch, and to your listeners. Uh, it's a race this year where hard to count out any horse being a winning chance. They come in with one win on their CV, which generally is the case uh, into this particular race, and a lot of horses that are yet to pick up uh, a winning turn. But there are a few talents in here that are emerging. It's going to be an interesting race. I think winning form will be good form, and we'll let you know that when we get into that particular preview. Righto, let's have a look at race number three in the first instance, and uh, this is the open handicap over the mile. Gee, it's an even betting race, and uh, hard to work out. Some want further, some want rain, some don't. Uh, how did you settle on this one? Well, it's raining, I can tell you that. Dear, it poured down here overnight. It's raining in Otaki. They probably haven't got as much as we have had, but it'll be a, a tough test. And one of the toughest horses in the city goes around here, uh, that being Kahu Rock, he is a one tough uh, hombre. He's won 7 of 58. He was uh, very good last start. He was good behind Crouch. He was a winner four starts ago. 
Uh, his record here, not fantastic, but he's just a tough war horse and he gets him with the Carpe Diems down there light. You've got to catch that horse at its right spot. It can win and win well, but other days it's just a little bit of a disappointment. Manolo was good last time. Uh, far sight probably looking towards the spring and very flash at the top. Well, just don't know what to do with him with 60 and a half. But so I ended up sort of circling Kahu Rock as the one with the three killers off down to 51. And he's a very, very fit galloper at the present moment and they will need to be on Saturday. Okay, the next stun is small field over the 1,200 metres and, well, old LJ gets another one at a distance about a third of what he won the New Zealand Cup at or something like that. Um, but he's earmarked for uh, the Winter Cup, I suspect. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. He'll be going down there and he'll be in on the minimum. How can I be just asked me after Saturday, Butcher, though? Uh, he'll get in with 59 with the reduction in the, uh, the top weight in the Winter Cup and open handicaps going forward. So he's only really giving them five. He'd give them the car park, the stand, and he'd probably still win after what I saw on Saturday. Probably the best winter track performance I've seen for a long, long time. He was exceptional. Uh, horse that ran behind him was Old Town Road. Uh, he was very, very good. We know this horse has really good ability. He was at the 14 last time. He comes back to the 12 where he is really proficient. He's won four of nine. He loves wet track conditions. He's placed a couple of times from two starts. Uh, on the track, he's getting two kilos off down to the 57. He's a good winner, horses fellow, and I thought he was really good behind Just Ask Me in the pack. He was only beaten uh, a length. So I'm going with him over the short price favourite, Kick On, who was really, really eye-catching at Trenton last time on the heavy 10, when really uh, fighting strongly over the 1,100 metres. Kevin Myers uh, does the training there. And outside of that, well, they're all in with a chance, aren't they? Uh, Deerfield going nicely enough. Uh, rain it in, he's a bit of quality for Warden Burgesson and you mentioned LJ but uh, I'll stick with Old Town Road as I hit throughout the season he hasn't won as, won as much as I'd expected but he's been going really honest races I know the feature, the Phil's Electrical and Gypsy Caravans uh, rider stakes and as you say winning form is good form I cannot see them beating It's a Charm Deal, I reckon he's a good horse this and a really good one I, I thought the $3.30 was uh, great money and could not help myself Hmm. Well, I think you'll be uh, similar to a lot of people across the country because when you go through uh, all the race day runs that these horses have had, their trials, well, the best performance clearly was at Rotorua by this horse who got back, eased out of the gates, uh, and then just circled them and won with a leg in the air to win by four lengths. So I'm with you around this horse. Middling sort of gate will be okay by this point of the day. The James and Wellwood team know how to win a decent sort of race, and I expect this horse to be shortening uh, throughout tomorrow. Uh, into race that time at half past uh, two. Quirky Habits, nice horse. Uh, certainly put up a nice performance last time uh, at Pukekohe on the heavy 10 and uh, senior hoop Jay Riddell aboard uh, there. I didn't mind Cricket's chipping for Alan Sherrock, uh, Lisa Ulfress uh, back in the saddle. Just a little unlucky behind Artie Boy, who's a super talent. Just got held up on the corner, had a little bit to offer, and he was off and gone, and this horse had to get out, balance up, and chase again. That was a nice effort, and Tony is dragging for the Moroni and Gerard and didn't mind its effort at the debut at Urua Kaka. But, yeah, I think when you come into these sort of races, it's always winning form is good form, and the best performance of the winners is at the top of the book. It's a charm deal, and I'm with you. It is one of the better bets on the day. See crickets chirping in the Australian bloodstock colours, so uh, they've obviously come on the back of that uh, second mm. on debut. Yeah, well, he likes a dollar, Alan Sherrick. He might have got a little bit more. The Philly boy uh, below, out of hot and pink. He's been collecting a few cheeks lately. I think if they win the Winter Cup, they might not come home for a week, Butch. 
<laughs> I think you could be right. Righto, uh, race number seven is the uh, use the bus. Uh, this one for uh, the 75 horses rated over 1,400. And the Wayne Marshman stable, when they back them, they tend to be pretty right. And they back my Zoe here, Lisa Royal Press, 450 into 380. Were you in that camp? Uh, well, it's Longley Spruik. There's a really good horse by Wayne Marshman, this one. Uh, uh, by Z out of uh, Maya Ryder, so it's a really nice family. Lisa Orpress did the riding last. Uh, no, she's back in the saddle, but she's done a lot of work uh, on this horse through its early career. Like it was massive last time, wasn't it? Uh, came from well back, uh, flattened out and won nicely. I see no reason why it can't uh, pick them up and, and win again. Uh, middling sort of gate, probably perfect at this stage of the day. But Lisa's uh, on the comeback trail, so she doesn't have a massive book. Uh, throughout, well she hasn't in the previous couple of uh, race days but she does have a decent sort of book today uh, good trainer Wayne Marshman, always thought a lot of this horse uh, delivered in its best version at our opinion, no reason why I can't go on with it, but money a wee dram as well, I think probably was with Wayne at some point from memory, uh, Strides was good uh, right down the outside at uh, Oteki off the speed and Huckaboogie's been around some good horses in recent times but I, I see no reason really why my Zoe can't uh, back up what was a really good performance at our opinion. And the last, the Hilton on uh, ran fairly pretty tough sort of a race to round out the mm. day. Uh, Punders uh, struggling to single one out. The favourite though is Pinkerton. Yeah, well, uh, Pinkerton is a horse who was slow away and ran some pretty good sectionals at our opinion last time and uh, gave him one at Woodville, uh, but in a 65 high weight to be fair, but oh, I think this horse is well capable of winning, but if you've got a bit of a spend, you need to spread it pretty wide here in the last thing. In fact, the last three legs of the quarter are pretty difficult to hear. I was, I was pretty impressed with Matinee. Now, this is uh, owned by the estate of the late great Frankie Stammers and now trained by uh, Katie Hewcock. It ran second to Blackwood Star, who I think is a very good wet track horse uh, out of the O'Leary stables at Odecky Returns there. Gate, well, she'll have to kick it out to Seal Butler with a three-kilo claim to get it to somewhere off that inside, which I think will be playing off by this part of the day. But I thought the price around that, uh, at 10 or $11 uh, from memory, uh, which was uh, a decent sort of investment there. Yes, Pinkerton's uh, a decent sort of horse. Want to be in Vegas, well, they got the money at uh, Woodville, Kevin Moore's Lily Southern combined there. And Tequila Spirit went a nice race at its most recent performance. But if you want to have one for a little bit of value in the last, I'll go with the Eva Messonet with uh, Katie Hood. Mm. Righto, last week you were absolutely on the song with your best rocket science, got the job done and uh, a nice price uh, as well. Where do we go this week? Uh, the pundits didn't believe me, I think. But you went 450 to 750 late in that market. Uh, race number two, Shikiel uh, Chirac. Swing it our way. In the right race, sectional's brilliant. Uh, fresh up at OTEC. He got well back, flew home. I think it'll swim through the track conditions. Uh, gate's okay, three kilos off. I think it's a special. Uh, I'd get in now because they've already moved the price a fraction and I can only see the source ending up around about that 220-210 sort of price when they jump. Okay, there it is, race two, number 11, swing it our way. Amlis Poharan, Allen's stable apprentice claiming the three down to 53.5 kilos. The rain won't worry it. It's $3 into two seventy, and that will disappear, I would suspect. Mind you, on last week, uh, we might get a better price. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Just ask me <laughs> yeah. how he drifted that wide in the, yeah, in the uh, open Nicky Cup. Who knows? Kevin Sweeney there looking back, at, looking at uh, Otaki and his best of the day, race two, number 11.
Jones, swing it our way. He got it right last week with Rocket Science. No reason he can't get it right again. Thanks for listening in to Breakfast with the Kiwis. Good luck on the punt.